Hey, folks. Hey, superstars. Hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here with another Millionaire Midnight Rant. And tonight, guess what? Tonight, I'm going to give everybody the opportunity to ask me questions here. Um, I like to do this at least two times a week where I give everybody, you, Big Ed, the opportunity to pick my brain, okay? And if you don't know who I am, I'm Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin from Houston, Texas. I'm a black man. I'm young. And uh, I'm rich. I'm wealthy. I'm self-made. I grew up on the south side of Houston, Texas here. And now I went from the outhouse to the penthouse. Life is good. And I'm grateful. I'm also a father, by the way. Right? And um, <clears throat> life is truly has have been a blessing um, for me. And I, I, I do these podcasts and these rants for you, for everybody, teenagers, young adults, entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs, moms, dads, um, <clears throat> single people, whatever, you know, older individuals as well. Anybody that's trying to manifest their dreams, anybody that wants to know how to design the life that they want to live before they leave the planet here. So go ahead and put your names here below. Let me give all of you outstanding, beautiful people. Um, let me give you a shout out here. How many of you, listen, how many of you believe, it's important that I say this. How many of you believe that this year is going to be your year in the next 12 months that you will earn six to seven figures in the next 12 months? Comment below. Now, don't comment below if you don't truly believe that. But how many of you believe from the deepest part of your soul that you're going to do whatever it takes? You're going to make the necessary sacrifices. You're going to work. You're going to believe. You're going to meditate. You're going to do whatever it takes to ensure that the next 12 months is completely different from the last 12. Come with the word, let's go. I love it. Hey, Chastity, how are you? I love it. I love it. All right, Shaniqua, I stand with you. Ebonigo, how are you? Princess Diana, how are you? Hey, KMC Legacy, Jeremiah, Chris, Candy Price, Patrice, how are you? Hey, Tan, how are you, my guy? The Queen, good morning, good morning. Hey, Stephanie, what's up, James? See Smoke. Hey, 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 Pablo, what's going on? Can I get a let's go? All right, let's go. Wake up, wake up. Like, listen, you know, people ask me all the time, Wesley, why are you so excited? <laughs> and I, and I, I'm thinking to myself, you know, people would ask me this even when I was broke. It was like, man, why are you always excited? Where do you get this energy from? I said, well, it's a gas station down the street and they're giving away free energy. What are you talking about? I just demand the energy. It isn't, it's not something that I have to go find. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I choose to be this way. Okay. And you may say, well, how are you doing that? Well, I'm thinking about everything that I'm grateful for, to be honest with you. Listen up. I'm thinking about everything I'm grateful for right now in this moment, even when I was broke.
Even when I didn't have any money, when I didn't have any opportunities, when I didn't know what I wanted to do, when I was working and working and not getting results, I, I discovered there was always a reason to be grateful for. I learned this in my later 20s. It took me a very long time to realize this. You know, there's two types of people on the planet. The first type are the people that suffer. You know, they just, they're just always suffering. And these are the same people that want to be rich and successful and beautiful and great and outstanding, right? And excellent and exceptional. But that, you know, it's just people on the planet, they just suffer. They choose to suffer every single day of your life. You know, I, you know, you go in the elevator with people. You can just look at their faces, the suffering. You're driving your car around your city. Look to your left. Look to your right. Look at these people's faces, just suffering. Go to work, people suffering. And that's a choice. And then you got person number two. And that's me. And I'm just grateful and I'm happy. And I don't care what time it is. I don't care if it's 1230 a.m. in the morning. I'm excited. Right. And I'm not just excited for my future. I'm excited for what's taking place in this moment right now. Why? Because I have total control of it. And that's what I want to suggest to you. I want you to realize something about yourself that any at any given moment in our lives, we have total control of our mood, our attitude, how we behave, okay? Got total control of it. One thing I want you folks to learn is you have to stop being so reactive to the world, okay? You know, things happen in your world. Someone says something about you. Somebody lies to you. Somebody hurts you. Somebody takes your money. Somebody scams you. You know, whatever. And you allow other people to cause you to react negatively. What I've learned how to be proactive. I've learned how to have a level of emotional intelligence and understand that I decide if I'm going to be angry. Does that make sense? Okay. I decide if I'm going to be upset. I decide if I'm going to be sad. Not no, one, not no other person. Okay. I'm not going to let other people to select my mood. I'm not going to allow the lack of money to select my mood. I'm not going to allow the lack of opportunity to select my mood. I'm not going to allow my business, whether it's going well or not going so well, it's not going to determine how I feel. And listen, once you master that, let me tell you something. You're halfway there towards what you want to, where you want to be in life. Okay. So let me get a let's go. Let's go. I need to hear you. Because I can smell you. Mm, you smell good. What's that perfume you got on tonight, girl? All right. Here we go. Um, me, <laughs> I know you guys thinking I'm crazy, huh? Hey, welcome to the Millionaire Midnight Rant. This is Wesley Billion, all the virgin here. And listen, if you ever want to get access to the rant, it is on Google.com. Type in Wesley Billion, all the virgin podcast. I'm on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, iHeartRadio. I'm everywhere, okay? You turn on the internet, you're going to see this lovely black man sharing his philosophy around the world here, okay? And tonight, I want to do the Ask, ask Billion Dollar Wesley, billion dollar version, anything. I was reading that. Um, I want to open up the platform here 
to give all of you the opportunity to ask me a question about anything. You can pick my brain. As you know, I am worth about $40 million. And that's just my net worth, right? Not cash, obviously. Um, I'm not going to tell how much cash I have, but we'll say it's more than $5 million, right? Absolutely way more than that. But it's not a lot of money, but I have several digital marketing companies online. I have several products and offers in every niche you can imagine. Um, I also have a ton of real estate that um, I own, and they're bought in cash. I don't pay a mortgage, <laughs> and I have a ton of people that stay in my properties. So life is good. Money is coming in every direction here, and I'm blessed, and now I want to serve you. Okay. Wes, how do you think greater than your environment here? Good question here. So that kind of goes back to the Joe Dispenza philosophy. And listen, if you're not following or listening to Joe Dispenza, um, you're definitely, I, I don't know what's going on with you. Listen, that man, Joe Dispenza, his book, Breaking the Habits of Being, Being Yourself, that was a breakthrough for me. Okay, So definitely read all this man's books, The Placebo Effect, The Supernatural, great books to read. And actually apply. But so the statement that the young man is asking me about, our, our young lady, is that, well, how do you think greater than your environment? And that's exactly what Joe Dispenza says. He says, you have to get to the point where you can think greater than your environment or you can think greater than how you feel. That's what he actually said. Okay. And. Let me share something with you. It's not easy to do that. You know, some, some of you right now, you're going through it. How many of you right now are kind of going through it financially? Or maybe you're going through it with your business, your company, with your job, with your relationship, just with life, right? And it's almost, it almost feels impossible to think greater than you feel, to feel like shit, but want to think positive, to feel that nothing is working the way it should work in your life, but to think that it is. And what helped me towards when I turned 30 years old, what really was very instrumental and assisted me to becoming the man that I am here today was meditation. Okay? It was meditation. Okay? Because I'm not saying it's impossible to think greater than you feel without meditating, but it's very difficult. It's a very arduous process to be able to continue to try to think positive, but yet you feel negative, right? To think that your situation is going to get better, but the bills are coming in, debt, and it seems like nothing is working out. Your car breaks down, baby daddy not treating you right, not getting the checks. I mean, it's just so many issues and problems, right, and so much uh, uh, a, 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 adversities that are taking place in your life here. But listen, meditation, which I suggest and talk about so much, meditation will create a gap between where you want to be and where you actually are. Okay? Take notes, please. Let me say that again. Listen, meditation, what it does is, and the reason why it's so powerful, and Joe Dispenza, he'll echo this as well, is that it creates a gap between the person that you are today and the person you want to be. Because if you want to think better, 
or think that you're successful, but you feel poor and average, well, you have to you have to make a detachment. Does that make sense? You have to detach the way that you think from how you feel. In meditation, you're able to do that. Why? Because listen, hey, Amanda, when you close your eyes, listen here. When you begin to meditate, when you close your eyes, and you take a deep breath, and you exhale. And if you do that for about three to five minutes, you're no longer thinking about who you are as a person. Does that make sense? It gets to the point when you meditate effectively as you're no longer thinking about like what you got to do, what you haven't done and what's not happening. And that's the process of detachment because you realize that your your mind or we'll say your spiritual world, which are your thoughts, it is more important to organize the thoughts than to actually change the outer world. See, many of us, unfortunately, because we were never taught, we're always trying to make things happen in the outer world. Well, let me fix this person. Let me convince this person to do this. Let me make this person do this. Let me make this this opportunity work. Let me just work, work, work and make it work. Well, listen, I mean, that's one way to do it, but I wouldn't say that's the most efficient way to do it. Why? Because the inner world, which is the mind, the thoughts, it's what creates your outer world. So think about it for a second. Everything that's outside of you that you call your life, your friends, okay, the people that you're around, your job, car that you drive, the place where you live, everything that you have bought, everything that's in your inner circle, well, that stem and birth from the inner world, the thoughts. You had to make a decision about a car. You had to make a decision to make friends with these people. You had to make a decision for the job that you're currently at. You had to make a decision to go to that school, to choose the major. You had to make a decision to choose that girl as your girlfriend, a boy as your, boy, as your boyfriend, or your significant other, or your wife, your husband. That's, these are choices. But these all come from the thought. Make sense? So what meditation does, if you continually do it consistently, it creates a gap from what you call your reality. Because many of you may say, yeah, my reality is not the best. You know, I'm not in a place where I want to be. I'm getting older and, you know, I'm, I don't feel that my life is exactly where it should be at this age. But many of you are like this. But listen, and this is just the power, the power of uh, meditation. Listen here. It creates a gap and it separates what you call your reality, which is nothing but your perception. Okay? Like when you think about your life, ladies and gentlemen, many of you, you will instantly think about negative things or things that are not happening. But what I want you to understand, that's just your opinion. That's just a perception. It doesn't mean that's what it really is. So when you begin to meditate, you have the ability to create and to imagine and to visualize what you want. Okay? So when you're so attached to the physical world, which is called the third dimension, right? Everything that you can touch. When you're trying to do that consciously, and that's what most of us try to do, we try to say, oh, this is going to work. 
this is going to work. I know it's going to work. I know it's going to work. Then all of a sudden you get a call and you just find out you lost your job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you in your car? You're excited. And all of a sudden you have a flat tire, right? Something is always interrupting the pattern. And to manifest effectively, you have to be in flow. You really do. And when I say you have to be in flow, your feelings have to be um, um, at a certain frequency, at a certain vibration. So when you meditate, you're able to control the vibration. Because when you close the eyes and you're listening to the meditation frequencies, you're able to go into what is called like this lucid state. How many of you know what lucid dreaming is? I'm not going to talk too much about that, but well, you almost go into this hypnotic state when you meditate. But, you know, in the beginning, it's going to be difficult because in the beginning, your brain will conjure up negativity. It's just how it is, right? Because many of us, we think more about negative things, insecurities, childhood traumas, you know, adult traumas more than anything. So in the beginning, when you begin to meditate, I want you to be aware that you will begin to think about negative thoughts. But to combat that is focus on the breathing. <laughs> Always remember this. You have to learn how to control your awareness. So when you feel that your awareness is moving to the left or to the right, <laughs> you bring it back to the breathing. Okay. So that's how you think greater than you feel. Because or think greater than your environment, because when you're meditating, you're almost creating a new environment in the inner world. And if you continue to do that, the inner world will begin. Well, your inner world will begin to create the reflection or this mirror that will be called your outer world. Does that make sense? Questions for me. Tap the like button if that made sense, folks. Weston, how do you keep working on your goals even when you don't physically feel like it? Yeah, I mean, same answer to the same question here. Of course, listen, um, you're not, obviously, you're not going to always, listen, the the distinction of the, the, the disparity between rich and, and poor people or rich and average people is that poor people or average people when they don't feel like doing something, they just won't do it. Like if they don't feel like working out, they don't. If they don't feel like eating healthy, they won't. If they don't feel like working, they won't. If they don't feel like reading a book, they don't. <laughs> like so how they feel determines what they do, which is what average people do. But rich and successful people... Even when we don't feel like working out, we do it anyway. Even when we don't feel like reading a book, working, or doing a certain task in our business or in our companies, we do it anyway. Right? Because that's the difference. Make sense? The difference is, the reason why rich people are rich, it's because they do the things that they don't necessarily want to do, but they do them anyway. But poor and average people say, nah, I don't feel like doing this. And they don't. And that's why they're poor and average. That's why people have nine to five jobs. That's why it's more people that are poor and average than rich and successful. Because the rich and successful understand that everything they do in life, even if they have a passion, there's certain things they don't want to do. Like even my company, there's certain things I don't want to do. But it got to be done. Period. 
Like working out. Doesn't matter if I'm sick. I could be sick. I don't know. A cold, flu. Still got to go to the gym. Period. Okay, that's mandatory for me. Next question for me. <clears throat> How long would it take until you can see results when you meditate and visualize things taking place? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, everybody wants to learn the time and the length that it takes <clears throat> to, you know, actually see the physicality. But let me explain something to you. <clears throat> when I began to meditate, and the more I would meditate, and I was meditating for years, I got to the point that I felt like I was already living the life that I was trying to envision. So even though, let me explain it this way. Even though I didn't have a million dollars in my bank account, I felt like I did. Does that make sense? Like I felt that I, I just felt like I was already a millionaire, honestly. Because the more I would meditate and visualize what I wanted, like I did it so much repeatedly that my mind was convinced that I was already living the life that I wanted to live in the physical world. So if you convince your mind that you're already achieving the goals and the results, then you're never thinking about that you're not. Does that make sense? A better way to explain this, to give you a picture, it's like... um. <clears throat> it's like <laughs> it's like Christmas. Like if you tell your mother exactly what you want and you know she's going to get you the gift, you're not constantly thinking about is she going to give me the gift? Because your mom say, hey, what you want for Christmas? And you're like, I want this. I want a bike. Okay. So you're not constantly thinking that, man, I hope I get the bike. I hope I get the bike. I hope I get the bike. Well, she already told you that she already asked you the question, which you wanted. So even though it's like December 1st and Christmas is December 25th, it's like you already know you're getting the bike. So since you already know you're getting the bike, you're not really thinking about if I'm going to get the bike. Your friend's asking, hey, what are you going to get? Oh, I'm going to get a bike. So you're not thinking about, man, I hope I get a bike. You already know you're going to get it, so you don't think about it anymore. You're like already living that reality. Does that make sense? Like you're already living like you already have the bike. You're thinking about what you're going to do when you get the bike. You're thinking about the pads that you're going to buy. You're thinking about the wheelies you're going to do. You're thinking about where you're going to ride it with your friends. Does that make sense? Like you're, you're future pacing. Future pacing is you're already like in the moment as if the bike already exists. So... That's what I did, right? When you begin, and I talked about this, I think last night or two nights ago, is when you meditate. You know, I know you folks, you know, I know it's tough for you, but I'm telling you, if, you're, if you can bulk it down and discipline yourself to meditate and visualize what you want, oh, it will happen, 100%. I'm telling you, it will. And, you know, it's no time frame. You know, I can't tell you 30 days, 50 days, 60 days. You know, the key is just to do it every day. Like me, what I noticed when I would meditate more, okay, when I meditate more during the day or even in the night, in the evening time, well, I tend to 
experience what I want faster. And when I say that, I mean, I experience it mentally, which means I like, I stopped thinking about it so much. And when I say I stopped thinking about it, I stopped thinking about when it's going to happen because I feel that it is. Did that make sense? Diane? Questions for me. I just quit my job. Good job, my guy. He's going into real estate. What do you think is the best way to succeed in real estate? Well, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, if you're going to sell houses, you got to sell. (coughs) You want to be successful in real estate, you got to sell houses. Depends on what you're actually doing in real estate, my guy. But congrats on quitting your job. That's what I want to hear. Hey, Katharina, how are you? Come on, guys. Pick my brain here. Give you an opportunity. Wes, are you going to change anything in your life when you become a billionaire? No, nothing at all. Listen, you know, like in my mind, I'm already a billionaire. Now, I know that sounds crazy, right? But in my mind, I feel like I already live like a billionaire. Let me tell you, like, I'm a recluse. I'm an introvert. Believe it or not, I know many of you think I'm an extrovert. I'm an introvert. I mean, honestly, I like being by myself. I isolate myself. And I prefer not to be around a lot of people. (laughs) I just really don't. I love people. But... People have energy that is just, I don't know, you know, sometimes energy is just, I just can't do it. You know, I'm going to be honest, I just cannot be around a ton of people, especially people who vibrate on a very low vibration. So in my opinion, I already act that way. Now, I may not be on the private jets yet, but I already conduct myself as I am a billionaire now, today. I just act that way, okay? I'm very educated, um, speak well, I know what I want. Extremely creative. I'm a visionary. Uh, I run several companies. I know how to spot out opportunities. I I know how to see the future. Um, and I'm usually right about the decisions I make in business. And I'm able to understand people almost instantly when I meet them. I just know. I know what to say. Um, and I'm always, I'm never lost with words. And I'm just the type of guy that knows what to say Always at the right time. I, I always say the right thing at the right time. If you ever had a conversation with me, you ever met me, you probably will agree with me. Okay? So I'm already living my life as a billionaire. Okay? What's next? How do we run traffic to our product when it's not popular niche that affiliates will promote? Well, listen. Affiliates will promote anything that converts. So whenever you create a product, and this is the sad part because I know you don't want to hear this. You got to test it. You mean you have to spend your own money. I would suggest paying somebody to do what is called solo ads. You can type solo ads or solo emails in Google and just pay somebody to mail their list. A couple of hundred dollars, right? And see if it converts. And once you get it converting, then affiliates, they will promote. But it got to convert. You got to prove that it works. Questions for me. I sell houses. Okay, man. Well, go out there and sell houses. I mean, how do you sell houses? You have to find people to sell houses too, right? And, you know, honestly, real estate is a grind, man. I, I, me personally, I could not be a real estate agent at all. I have a friend, my best friend, he's a real estate agent. My God, it's a nightmare, in my opinion. 
I just, I, I just couldn't do it, honestly. It's just easier ways to make money than trying to sell people houses. Um, <laughs> and many people, they just, just like my, my best friend, he just, he wants to do things uh, in a way that I believe is just obsolescent. You know what I mean? You know, trying to find people. I mean, you can find everybody on the internet, honestly, to sell houses to. You create a funnel. You can have a ton of leads coming in every single day of people who are wanting to buy if you know what you're doing on the internet. What, Xavier, what do you enjoy most about entrepreneurship? What do you find the hardest about it? Uh, That's a good question. So what do I enjoy most? Can I be honest with you, Xavier, if you don't mind? What I enjoy most about being an entrepreneur is a few things. One, as I have total freedom of my life, like I just want to do what I want to do. Right. Um, I'm a selfish person. I am. It's not like I don't want to help people. But when I say I'm selfish, I, I, I just want to do what I want to do. Does that make sense? Like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up and go to work when like say if I don't want to go to work, I don't want to have to get up and go. Right. When I had a job, I hated it. So one thing about entrepreneurship, it creates freedom for me. Okay, Freedom to hang out with my children like the other couple of weeks ago. I was able to fly down to go see my daughter and she's in college, you know, spent the day with her and her friends. I didn't have to go to work. If I had a job, I couldn't do that because I got to go to work. Right. But since I'm an entrepreneur, I can see her whenever I want to and I can just do what I want. It's total freedom. Um, Two, the reason why I love being an entrepreneur, again, is I just have total freedom to do what I want to do. Honestly, I just, it's just, I could do what I want, you know, you just, and you know, listen, one day, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that many of you will have the opportunity to feel this. I mean, it feels really good to be able to do what you want to do instead of what you have to do or what you get to do in life. I mean, it's a beautiful thing, right? And I think, you know, entrepreneurs that are very successful, they're usually younger looking people. People that look old, people that have jobs, man, it's stressful. And um, and then the last reason is I just like winning, honestly. Entrepreneurship to me is a game. It is a competition. And um, I just, I like competing. You know, I'm a competitive person. And I just like winning. I like being number one. And anything I do, I want to be number one. Like I don't want to be number two, number three, number four. I just want to be number one, always. I've always been this, this way. So <clears throat> that's the reason what that's what I enjoy about it. And what do I find the hardest about it? <clears throat> What's hard about being an entrepreneur? You know, <clears throat> being an entrepreneur, they're, they're very complex problems. See, I think about business very differently than a ton of people. I think about business, it's just a bunch of problems, right? Like, how do I get more sales? How do I get more customers? How do I get more customers on autopilot? How do I get more customers and make them very happy on autopilot? How do I get more customers while I'm on the beach, butt naked and bore bore? That make sense? How do I make a million dollars a day? Those are very complex problems, right? And um, that they can be very tough. You know, it's like, Taking calculus too in college or, you know, taking some very difficult course 
taking the NCLEX and MCAT exams hard. And um, that's tough. It is. Because it might take you years to solve a problem. I mean, think about Elon Musk. It took him about five plus years to finally figure out how to create reusable rockets. But that's a complex problem. That's insane, right? I can't even imagine trying to solve a problem like that. But he did. It was a problem with, you know, like even with cars here today because of the pollution on the planet here, he decided to create electric cars. That's a, that's a big problem. That's a complex problem to solve. So, but always remember this in business. The more complex the problem, the bigger the reward, okay? So if you can solve very difficult, complex, arduous problems in life, you'll get paid for it. And it may take you a while. It may take years, honestly, sometimes. But if you can solve those problems, you'll be rewarded handsomely. Okay? Questions for me here. How to deal with school and still trying to build a business? Like, how do you continue to develop a mind, that mindset with negative kids around and not being supported, just like you are alone in the journey? In the journey, uh, when you say school, are you talking about high school or college? Can you explain that to me? I don't know if you're talking about. I don't know if it's a teenager or an adult. Thank Liz Banks for the tag. Hey guys, thank you for tagging people below. I think more people need to be a part of this type of rent because when do you ever have the opportunity to actually have a conversation with a multimillionaire? And I'm always willing to go live with you. I'll go live right now, but your camera must be on. Um, your light must be on. I need to be able to see you as well. So uh, feel free to invite anybody that wants to be rich, honestly, because that's what we're doing here. I love the genie script. Thank you so much, Wally. And I appreciate that. Every day I'm working to make it better for you. Questions here. High school. Okay. So, yeah, you know, listen, you know, high school, I, I'll tell you this, man, young man. Um, I want you to think about it. This is for all my teenagers that are still in high school. I want you to think about everybody that's at your school right now and all your friends, all the people that you hang around with. And I want you to think about what they do. I want you to think about what they talk about and what they do while you're at school. And what I want you to do is do the exact opposite of what they're doing. So when they're fucking around, you don't fuck around. When they're talking in class, you don't talk in class. When they're not studying, you're studying. When they're not reading books, you read books. They're going out and chasing girls and smoking vape and smoking weed in the bathrooms. You don't do that stuff. When they're out there on FaceTime with their girlfriend or their boyfriend for 15 hours a day, don't do that. Learn to... Like, you can learn so many lessons in high school because I'm telling you something. Everybody that's in high school, okay, in 10 years, <laughs> you know, a lot of your friends, they're going to be the people that's working at Home Depot, Walmart, Burger King, Whataburger, Chick-fil-A, you know, uh, an assistant, some $10, $15 per dollar job working at the plant, working at security guard. I'm telling you, you'll see. And I don't want you to be one of them. Okay. You know, because now that I'm an older man, older, but definitely younger looking, of course. All my high school buddies, friends, you know, well, hmm. Yeah. Let's just say that they're definitely not living the life that they thought they would be.
Okay, almost everybody. They're not. They're not living the life that they want to live. Okay. You know, I think the high schoolers all we all have dreams in high school. Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm telling I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna be rich. You know, it's just how it is, right? Anytime I go to my children's school, you know, and they see my cars, I'm like, oh my god, your dad is so cool, man. Dang, you got a Lambo? That's your Lambo? I mean, these kids, they love me, right? Obviously, because I've carved their dreams. And man, I'm gonna get one too. I'm gonna get one too. I'm gonna get rich too. And what they don't understand is, um, like, it's not gonna happen. Just by you saying it here, you got to understand something. You have a choice to make as a teenager. And I tell teenagers this, and I don't want to be rude to you, but look at your parents, man. How many teenagers on here right now and your parents are struggling financially? Talk to me. Struggling financially. Like, you know they're struggling. You know they broke. Right? So look at them. Like tomorrow morning, I want you to take a long look at your mom and your dad. And I want you to say, do I want to be like that? You know, financially. Not saying they're not good people. They're probably loving people, nice people, but they're broke. Struggling every single month to pay the bills. So I want you to look at your parents tomorrow. They're going to say, why are you looking at me? Say, mama, because I love you. I love you, dad. But in your mind, I want you to say, do I want to end up like this? And then when you go to school, I want you to look at everybody at your school. And most people at your school, I'll tell you something, they're going to be losers. Almost all of them. I'm telling you, a lot of them, losers. And listen, I'm not being derogatory. A loser is just a person that doesn't win in life. A loser is a person that wants to do something but never does it. That's a loser. A winner is a person that's disciplined, a person that has goals and dreams and actually work towards it. And it's very reflective in his behavior and his attitude. So I want you to remember that. Last time you, you're hanging out with Pookie and Ray Ray at school, you know, Willie. We're hanging out with Takesha and, you know, Crystal and Jessica and them. You know, in the bathroom, smoking weed, vaping, having sex, you know, under the bleachers, whatever y'all crazy kids do now. They, they nasty now, man, I'm telling you. You know, sucking on each other. And, you know, this happens in high schools. It's just the truth. Whenever you're doing that, I want you to remember something. Um, I want you to, when, when you see people doing this, I want you to remember something. Just do the opposite, okay? Do the opposite of what all these people, all these teenagers are doing. Because the best time to actually condition your mind for wealth and success is now. It's not when you turn 20 or 30 or 40 years old. The best time is to deal when you have no responsibilities, okay? Teenagers, listen to me. Right now, you don't have to pay bills. You don't have to put gas in a car. Um, many of you don't even need a job. You know, you just got it kind of easy. Got a lot of time in your hands. So what I'm telling you is use the time effectively. Because when you get 21, that's when it gets real. You got to get a job. got to go to college. You got to do something with your life, right? It's going to be pressure on you. Parents going to give you pressure. Hey, you got to do something with your life. What you going to do? You can't be sitting up in this. See, like teenagers, you can lay in your bed all day. That's what you do. You sleep all day. Sleep, 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 sleep. Right? Go to school and you sleep, sleep, sleep. Play video games. Hang out with friends. And you do this. Right? For, for As a teenager. And then what happens when you turn 20 and 21, now you got to do something with your life. 
And that's unfortunate because now young adults that are 20 and 21, now they're like, man, what do I do? That's why young people in their 20s, they're so lost. Oh, they're so lost, right? They don't. They have no clue on what they want to do. They have no clue on what they want to be at all. I know because I'm in the business of helping people. And when I'm on these rants, you know, 20-year-olds, they, they just always, man, Wesley, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know. Yeah, because if, if you had a daddy like Wesley, I would have been on that ass and said, hey, you need to think about it. I mean, I do it with my children today. And I, I don't care what other people. You know, I have some parents and people, they're like, well, don't be so hard on your kids. They're just kids. Let them be kids. And in my mind, I don't say this, but in my mind, I'm like, you need to shut the fuck up. These are my children, okay? You parent your children how you want to parent them. If you want to wait until they turn 21 to have the discussions and very imperative discussions about their future, you do that. Me, I'm going to start early, 10 years old, 11. Hey, what do you want to do with your life? Well, I don't know, Dad. Well, think about it. What do you want to do with your life? Well, I don't know. Well, well Dad, maybe I want to be a doctor. Well, I want to be a teacher. Well, maybe I want to do this. Why? Because they need to be thinking about it, Okay? They need to be thinking about what they want as a teenager now. Because if you don't, you're going to be lost. Because, see, when you turn 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, you got a job. You know, you want to go out. You want to have fun. And at the same time, you're trying to think about what you want to do with your life. It's very tough. It's hard. It's difficult. Okay. Did you have parents with a rich or poor mindset? Of course, it was poor. They had a poor mindset, but I, I, I'll share this with you. <clears throat> My father, he wasn't rich, but he did have a mindset that whatever he wanted, he will get. Okay. My dad told this one story all the single time. It's like, oh my God, I'm tired of hearing the story. He told the story on how he wanted to buy a house. And my dad's a pastor of a church, okay? And when my dad, my dad actually met my mom in church. My mom was in the choir. My dad came in one night because he said the church saved his life because I guess my dad was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And he came to church one day and he's in Texas. He's from Mississippi. And um, he said the church changed his life and he became a minister. And, you know, my dad was very different, very unorthodox, you know? And the people at the church, you know, he wanted to buy a house. And they was like, you can't buy a house, man. Come on. You can't buy a house. You can't afford a house. So everybody at the church was telling him that he couldn't buy nor afford a house. He, he ain't going to be able to do that. He didn't take a, you know how you have older gentlemen, deacons and churches, or even people. They're always trying to tell you what you should do, right? Older people, elderly. And he said, I'm going to do it. He said, I'm going to buy the house. He tells the story all the time. And he said, I got it, Wes. I got that house. I bought my wife a house. So even though my dad didn't have a rich mindset, like to make riches, but he did have a determined mindset, which means if he wanted something, he was going to get it. And my dad was a salesperson, like back when he had a job. He was a salesperson. He was one of the best. And it's probably why I'm such a great talker as well, right? a great communicator, and I'm a great persuasionist as well because my dad can sell anything to people. He's really good, right? So 
Yeah. I mean, they didn't just have the rich mindset, but they had a determined mindset. Oh, my father did. Okay. What's next here? What's going on, Miss Taurus? How are you? It's not easy to find a way in life. Well, Michaela, no one said it will be easy. Okay. Yeah, I understand it's not easy, but no one said it would be. You have to realize something about life. Anything that's worth having, it's not going to be easy, obviously, right? Anything that's worth having or worth achieving, it's not going to be easy. If it was easy, everybody will be doing it, okay? But I want you to understand, Michaela, that it's possible for you to have the life that you want. Yes, it's not easy, but the key is, is that it's possible. Comment those words below because some of you forgot it. It's possible. Right? I know you don't know how to do it. And I know some of you don't know what to do. But I'm here to tell you that it's possible to have the life that you want. And you don't have to go to college. I didn't go to college, okay, to be this way. Okay, I wasn't a straight A student at all. C's, D's, U's, conducts. I mean, I was terrible in school. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? That's what you got to understand, Michaela, that it's possible. You may not know how, and you may not know what to do, but it's possible. So that right there should give you hope to continue to strive for it. Okay? Try something new. Try things. Think outside the box. Use that gorgeous mind of yours. Think. Try. Fail. Try again. Fail. Right? Because it will be very different if it wasn't possible to do it, right? Like if it, was, if it wasn't possible for you guys to be rich and wealthy, then I would say, well, don't do it. Because there's no possibilities. But if you got a young man, I'm black. That doesn't matter, but I'm just letting you know I'm black, right? I grew up on the south side of Houston, Texas in the ghetto, okay? Parents never made, my mom made $9 an hour for 30 years. My dad stopped working because it hurt his back, so he was a minister. Ministers don't get paid any money, right? They they broke, uh, unless you're T.D. Jakes, of course, right? <laughs> but my dad never got paid any money at church, so we were just barely making it by. I mean, our favorite meal was breakfast because it was cheap, okay, in my household. So, like, if I can do that and I can now work, I'm worth $40 million when my parents never made $20,000, right? That should give you a glimpse of the possibilities. Like, I wasn't around super educated people. I didn't have a mentor. Never had a millionaire mentor, ever. I didn't have anybody to show me the way. I didn't have anybody to guide me. Okay? But I made it happen. And I wanted you to understand that you will too if you want it bad enough. Okay? Got to persevere. Okay? Wesley, answer my question, please. I'm sorry. Let me, see. Let me check. But yeah, my dad met my mom in the choir. She was singing her little heart out. Shout out to the lovely Joanne Virgin. And by the way, 
It is my parents' birthday month, so give them a shout out. Happy birthday. My dad's name is Wesley Virgin the third. I'm Wesley Virgin the fourth. My mom's name is Joanne Virgin. They are now, let me see, are they 70 now? My God, wow. I think my mom is 71. I think my dad's 72 now. And they look young, by the way. So shout out to my parents. Happy birthday to those lovely individuals called my parents. All right, what's next here? Did your grandpa or grandma had a positive impact on you? You know, I never really, I never met, so my my dad, I never met them because they, they, they passed away very early in life. And my mom, I only, I knew my grandmother and my grandfather, but very briefly with my grandmother, she died when I was young. I remember going over there, but I don't remember too many memories, honestly. I wasn't cl that close to them. But my granddad of my mom, now he was very positive. He was. His name is Albert Reed. Very positive man. I mean, very. He always had a smile on his face. And that's probably why my mom always have a smile on her face. Like, have you ever met my mom? She's always happy, I swear to God. Like, always happy all the time. This woman is always happy. Always. I'm, I swear to God. I cannot, I would not make this up. Always happy. My mom, always positive. And maybe that's why I got it from unconsciously, right? I don't know. <laughs> but she's always happy, man. And that's, and to be honest with you, that's the type of woman that I attract, positive women. I can't be with a negative woman. I just cannot. And I have to be with a very just kind woman. My mom is very kind, very kind um, just a very soft heart, very pleasing person, insanely. And these are the type of women I usually attract in life, right? Gotta be kind. If you ain't kind, you gotta go. I don't care how beautiful you are. You gotta go. I'm not gonna deal with you at all. But, um, yeah. Okay. Well, happy birthday, goddess. Her birthday is November the 12th. Much love. My my father's birthday is November 10th, and my mom is November the 7th. And, of course, you know, I had to bless them with some funds, a couple of thousands, a couple of thousands and thousands of dollars. Thank you so much for the birthday, love. I'm sure my parents, they watch my rants and listen to them sometimes, but they hate when I curse. They don't like that. But, uh, you know, I got to be myself. <laughs> All right, what's next? How can I make $800,000? Wow, why? Why do you need 800000 Next question for me, please. What's your daily routine? Simple. When I wake up in the morning, I'm grateful. I meditate. I've been meditating for, for 10 years now. I meditate every morning when I wake up. And after that... I go to my closet to find which workout outfit I'm going to wear for the day. And then I go to the kitchen. I make myself a protein shake. And then I go through my facial routine, of course. Put lotion on my body. Put cocoa butter on my body. <laughs> like, I do a lot to get ready for the gym. Seriously, right? Because that's just my standard of living. Like, my standard of me 
Like, whenever I leave my house, I need to look my best. 100%. Everything has to be top-notch. Um, yeah. You know, I brush my teeth. I scrape my tongue. I floss. I, you know, take my mouthwash. And then after that... And, oh, as a matter of fact, I don't... I don't jump on my phone for like two hours. Like, I don't get on my phone. I don't get on my laptop at all. And usually I play this. Let me share with you guys what I play. I'm going to give you two versions of it. Alexa, play meditation music. Here's a station you might like. Meditation on Amazon Music. Alexa, turn it down to five. So I have this, I'm going to say the A word. I'm not going to say her name because she's going to stop. So I hit my boo, which is Lexi. We'll call her Lexi. I hit her up and she just starts to play meditation music. Or I may play Beethoven. Alexa, play Beethoven. The playlist best of Beethoven on Amazon. And I do this every morning. And another thing is, it's always quiet in my home. Alexa, turn it up to six. And you may ask, well, what, well Wesley, why do you do that? Well, um, in my opinion, if you want to have the life that you want, and if you want that life to be organized, you must have an organized mind. Okay. Like to me, a mind that's organized, those people tend to have an organized life. And an organized life is the life that most people want. Make sense? So, I don't like noise. Um, I don't like noise at, at all, honestly. Not, you know, I, I rarely use my TV um, when I'm getting ready to go to the gym. Even though my chef is here, my maid is here, it's quiet. You don't hear anything, honestly. Maybe my Beethoven, maybe my meditation music, maybe I'm listening to Joe Dispenza, Les Brown, Tony Robbins. But I don't like noise. And I would suggest all of you to try this. You know, many people, they want to hear stuff all the time. Like, you got to hear some music or got to listen to your Drake or your... You know, a little Bootsy, a little, little somebody, or got to have the TV blast and the radio going. And to me, that creates clutter in the mind, almost unconsciously. Because you don't realize that when you're listening to this stuff, you're assimilating the words and the experiences of what you're listening to. You listen to the news. Those experiences are being embedded into the unconscious mind, music. Unconscious mind is going to be embedded in the mind here. Um, so I like to be quiet. Okay, it's very important for me. I don't like noise, especially in the morning. I don't want to hear nothing but my own pleasant, pleasing thoughts. Right? Because it, you know, it's too much noise. It distracts you, man. It's just too distracting. And like when I drive to the gym, I'm always listening to some type of motivational audio or I'm listening to nothing. Like I don't I don't use my radio in my cars. 
<laughs> sounds, sounds crazy, right? Got these expensive vehicles. I, I, I don't, I rarely even use the radio. It's off. Because I don't want to hear anything. Okay? Because it distracts me from thinking. Okay? Like when I'm in an Uber, I suggest or I demand that the Uber turns the radio off. I say, can you turn that radio off, please? Oh, no, sir. You know, sometimes when you get into an Uber, you know, because I'm black, they just put hip-hop on. It happens all the time, right? You go around the world, man. This happens all the time. They just turn the hip-hop on, man. I'm like, really, bro? <laughs> so because I'm black doesn't mean that I want to hear some hip-hop. Like, I want to hear nothing. I said, can you turn it off, please? Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem, sir. Because I want quietness. Because I don't want any distractions from my thinking process. And the reason why that's important is because my thinking process has allowed me to create the orgasmic life that I have here today. It's the reason why I can travel around the world when I want to. It's the reason why I can travel first class. It's the reason why I'm laying on a $10,000 bed right now. It's the reason why I have this outstanding view in my penthouse. It's the reason why I own a penthouse. It's the reason why I have a penthouse even in Miami. It's the reason why I have over eight luxurious cars in my parking garage right now. Okay. So all that is the reason why I have millions of dollars in the bank account. So that is a derivative, a derivative of, well, you know, because of my thinking process. Okay. Hey, Ramon Deed, how are you? So, you know, after I come back, I go to the gym, obviously. I'm a two-hour workout. Just want to give you my routine. I work out for two hours almost every day. It's just it's pretty normal. Like today, I did three hours because I did legs today. Then I came back and I did Pilates. So, like today, I'll work out. I'll come back. I eat real quickly, have a protein shake, take another shower, go back to the gym and do Pilates with Shaquille. She's my Pilates instructor. She's badass. She, she's good. She killed me today, but I loved it. She hurt me so bad. She hurt me so good. Right? So um, I did that today and came back. Now, listen, I want you to understand this. Like, even though I have this beautiful penthouse, you'll think that I'm going to have, you know, women in here, my boys in here. Like, it's always a party. It's never like that. Because I think it's ridiculous, honestly. Right? Um, I'm very protective of my energy. And I'm very protective of my environment. Even though I have this huge place and I only use a fraction of it, it's okay for me. When I come home from the gym, my house is always clean. That's important for me. It's very important, listen, it's very important for me to have a very clean house. I don't clean it. I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm kind of messy. But thank God for Lupe, my maid, my housekeeper, right? Uh, you know, thank God for Brenda and thank God for Gardena. These are the housekeepers that ensure that my environment is very clean, okay? So when I come home from the gym... Not only does it look good, it smells good in here, right? It looks perfect. It makes me feel good immediately, right? I'm not coming home to a junkie house. I'm not coming home to chaos or a mess. Because let me tell you something. If you have a messy home, you come back to a messy home, it will 
adulterate your mind. It will. It would. It would um, distort your mind, like because it's automatically going to put you in a mood that's not going to be positive. Because you're know, like, oh my god, this messy house. Like you just came back from your job, you're already pissed off about that. You come home to a messy home. It just puts you in a very deep, low vibration, right? So it's important for me when I get back from the gym that my house is absolutely perfect. You hear me? I don't have any dust anywhere, no dirt, no clothes. I want it perfect. And it is, always. And um, my food is usually waiting for me because Chef Kenny, who is the best freaking chef on the planet here. Great food, healthy food, nutritious food exotic food and it's very delicious and um yeah so i eat by myself i eat by myself every day and i love it i love having lunch with myself i love having breakfast with myself okay it's amazing i don't need anybody to be with to have lunch or to have breakfast alexa stop so after i do that i take shower Right. And I, I begin to work. I just begin to work. Depending on what I'm working on, right? Check emails and do that as well. Ram deep. The reason why I'm in the dark is because I choose to. Don't roll your eyes at me, girl. What's wrong with you? Keep me as your housekeeper. Oh. Well, I'm sorry, Lupe has already taken that role. Hey Michaela, how are you? So that's my routine, ladies and gentlemen. It's very simple. And we just repeat that again. Right? I may read something. I may listen to something here. But usually when I'm stateside, my routine is pretty disciplined. It, it really is insanely. Right? Um, and I do the same thing every day. I don't, you know, you're not going to see a bunch of people at my home. Hardly ever, honestly. You know, I don't invite people to the house. Um, I mean, it's just not because I don't want it. Just I, I don't know. I just don't see what the purpose is, honestly. Um, I'm very strategic, man. It's just me. I'm very purposeful what I do with my time, and my time is very important. And I don't want to do anything just to do it. It has to have some type of reciprocity. I got to be able to get something from this. Like I just can't be just doing something to do just to do stuff, right? Um. And yeah, I, I just, I, I love me, okay? Like I'm in love with Wesley Virgin, okay? You can call me arrogant, cocky, a narcissist, whatever. But I'm just, I'm in love with myself and I love hanging with myself. And I love my routine. I love my passions. I love my company, the people that work for me. I love them, everybody. And... You know, for me to bring somebody a part of my life, say if I choose to have a woman, you know, because listen, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, whenever you bring a woman in your life or even a man in a woman's life, you know, the routine is not going to be exactly how it is when you're by yourself, right? But that would have to be an extremely incredible person. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I mean, very incredible an exceptional person for me to break my routine for a woman. Okay. And I have before. Don't think I haven't. I have. I've had some 
remarkable woman in my life. You know, why am I talking about women? Stop it. Stop it, Wes. All right, next question for me. Does this routine happen over time? Nah, this has been my routine for, for years. You suggested a movie the other day. I forgot the name. Steve Jobs. Jobs. Watch the Steve Jobs movie. How expensive is it to have a shelf? Yeah, Liz, that's a good question here. I pay about, I don't know, 3500 to 4000 a month. And that's the shelf. Well, actually, I pay you less now because at first I was doing five days a week, but now I just do three days. Uh, so, you know, maybe 700 to 800 a, a week. That includes food. That includes about um, three meals. Okay. So, yeah, it's not that, it's not that expensive, honestly. And I save so much time because... You know, Shelf Kenny, she grocery shops for me. I mean, she does everything, right? I don't have to go to the store. I haven't been to the grocery store in ages. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't go to the grocery store. Why would I do that? Yeah. You're not going to see me in public places. You know, the only time you're going to see me in public places, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, like Walmart, Target, or the grocery store, is when I'm dealing with a woman. I'm, I swear to God. If I'm, if I'm dating somebody, that's the only time you're going to see me out. In Walmart, Target, I don't know, Chipotle, I, I don't know. You know, that's the only time you're gonna see me out. Honestly, <laughs> if I'm with a woman, you know, honestly, like if I'm with, with myself, I'm not going to these places at all. All right, what's next here? What protein supplement uh, can you recommend? Well, I use something that's called Momentus. Momentus. How old were you when you started to get rich? I got rich at the age of 35. Wes, how did, Wes, how do I deal with family members that always make a mess in the house? Kick them out. Who house is it? Is it your house or their house? Wes, how to beat the rat race with ease and effortless? Easy, man. Quit your job. I mean, it's just that simple. Quit your job, man. Quit your job and start to work sedulously on your dream were you partying and chasing women when you first got rich then calmed down and got focused uh i'm gonna be honest when i got rich i did party i'm not gonna lie to you but yeah i did do a lot of party but i i, I don't chase women first of all i didn't chase any woman like when in my 20s, I was chasing women. When I became a man in my 30s, I don't chase women. Women come to me, honestly. I select women. I don't chase, right? That's for boys. But, um, yeah, when I first got rich, of course, I was having a lot of fun traveling the world, partying in every country you can ever think of. And I still got more partying to do. But right now, I'm focused on the, I'm focused right now, like, you know. Got to hit this $5 million in a month. So <laughs> once I get that, it's going to take me about two months to do it. And I'm sure you guys proof when I do it. And then you, I'm going to be on somebody's plane every single freaking month, right? Of course, when my guy Chiplex. And uh, we're going to have some fun. But yeah, when I got rich, man, oh, man. That's when I lost my, um, my, my six-pack. <laughs> but I'm working on it now. My Pilates instructor is helping get my eight-pack back, my six-pack. I start eating good, too good, right? 
But it's okay. I'm, I'm focused again. I'm back. What's next here? Um, yes, you can buy everything online. Absolutely. Um, how to be direct with the time wasters and people who have no value and not really supportive of your dreams and goals. I mean, it's easy. Just block them, man. Honestly, just block them. Just no, just don't call them again. I mean, it's really that simple. It's that easy. Just go to your phone and block everybody that's a time waster in your life. Oh, when somebody call you, do this. I do this from time to time, and this is powerful. Let me tell you something. When people call you, that's what you do. And you know this conversation is not going anywhere. So let me give you uh, a preview of a call I did recently. Someone called me. Hey, Wes, what's going on, Wesley? Billion Dollar Virgin. I said, man, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. You know, I'm over here working. I'm over here, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm not saying a word. Blah, blah, blah. So what's going on, Wes? Nothing much, man. I'm working. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm doing this. And, man, I know I'm doing this. Blah, 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 blah. Then he said, so, yeah, man. So what's going on? I'm working. And it becomes uncomfortable for the other person, not for me. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you exactly, you know, because, see, what people want you to do, they want you to chit-chatter, right? They want you to just blah, 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 blah. I don't have time for that shit, honestly. Like, I'm busy. When I'm working, I get very quiet on the phone. I don't, I don't, I mean, what are we going to talk about? What are we talking about here? We're talking about money. We're talking about something that's progressive. So I'm very short and blunt. I'm working. Okay, man. Hey, man, I'm going to call you back, man. I'm really busy right now. Hey, I'm proud of you. Bye-bye. I hung up the phone. So do that. So when they call you, just don't talk. So what you got going on? Oh, man, you know what? I'm really busy right now. Oh, you're busy? Yeah, what you busy with? Man, we're working on a couple projects right now. What you got going on? How can I help? I'm telling you, that's what you do. How can I help you? I'm telling you, you know, people, they will. They're going to get upset. They will. When you say, how can I help you? What? What you mean, how can I help you? Who am I talking to? Oh, my God. It's my laptop. Just fell, my baby. My baby just fell to the floor. You all right, boo? You good? You Gucci? She fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so try it. The next time somebody call you, you know that conversation is going to be very futile. Hello? Hey, what's up, my not? What's up, my guy? What you got going on? Man, I'm working. Oh, you working? Oh, okay. Oh, man, you always working, man. You always doing your thing. I got, yeah, man, I'm thinking about, you know, I don't know what we're going to do this weekend and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm telling you, it gets uncomfortable for them because they don't know when to stop talking. You know, people that talk to, but they don't know when to stop talking. But you just, every time they ask you, hey, what you got going? I'm working. And that's it. How can I help you, man? What can I do for you? Just do it. I'm working. What can I do for you? How can I help you? What's going on? I mean, I do it just women too, because sometimes, you know, some random women will call me, you know, whatever. Hey, Wesley, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, hey, what's going on? Okay, what's going on? Oh, you know, you're my inspiration, you know, you're everything, you know, man, you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay. 
and I don't say anything. I do it all the time. And people, they feel very uncomfortable. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. Right? So we end up hanging up. So do that. Okay? Because you got to realize, you know, most people are just going to waste your time on the phone, honestly. Unless you're talking to your boo, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. I don't know. You know, it's just, it's just a waste, honestly. And I, I don't have any time to have these long conversations about nothing. It better be about something. It better be some substance. If it's not, then you need to get off my phone. And listen, my phone is on Do Not Disturb. That's another thing you guys should uh, think about adapting for me or mirroring me is just put your phone on Do Not Disturb, man. Just seriously, just put on Do Not Disturb. Don't take any calls. This is what I've learned about Do Not Disturb. Because you may say, well, what if it's important? Well, if it's important, they'll leave a message. And if people don't leave a message, that means it's not important. Always remember that. If it's important, people will leave a message or they'll text you. But my phone is on do not disturb all day, every day. Seriously, always. Do not disturb. Because I do not want to be disturbed, ever. Right? So it's just like that. I don't care. I mean, I, and I don't rather put people on my favorites list. There's only a few people on the favorites list, right? If you're on my favorites list, that must, I must really like you, okay? I'm going to be honest with you because I don't put anybody on my favorites list, right? <clears throat> so put your phone on do not disturb. And the reason why I do that, because I don't want to be distracted. Like I, I'm, almost, I'm almost to the point I hate to hear my phone ring. It pisses me off. I don't want to hear it. It's a trigger for me. Like my phone ringing pisses me off. You, many of you, you like your phone to ring because you, oh, somebody loves me. Somebody wants to talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody's calling me. Who's calling me? Oh, my God, it's a surprise. Who's calling me? That's you. But me, when I hear the phone ring, I'm disgusted. I'm like, who the fuck calling me right now? Don't call me. Don't waste my time. I hit the end button. Right? Do not disturb immediately. What's next, sir? Questions? If you get used to being uncomfortable quickly with a positive mindset, how soon should you add the next uncomfortable thing or things to the routine? I think you should add all the uncomfortable things to the routine, right? As much as humanly possible. Because I think most people know what they need to do and what they should do to develop themselves. So uh, do them all. What's the best way to start an affiliate business as a beginner? Uh, I would say start on clickbank.com. And you can always use YouTube, which is a free school, to learn how to do it. I noticed the most money I've ever made was when I lived completely alone because people I live with have low opinions of me. Yeah, so what does that tell you? You might want to live by yourself again. What if it's family? What about, what do you mean, what if it's family? You mean friends? Oh, family? Yeah, let them go. T Listen, let your family go. Listen to me, young people. You know, a lot of you are like, well, that's family. Family's everything. And I'm like, who created all these different concepts about family's everything? Family will keep you exactly where you are in life. You, you won't make progress because of the love you have for your family. You can love people from afar, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to always be at their houses 
always hanging together, talking to each other. If you know that you're different, if you know that you're evolving and they're not, uh, you may need to cut ties. And just because you family is not an obligation for you to be around a person and hang out with them. You kidding me? Absolutely not. Why? Because you're not a kid anymore. You're an adult. You're a grown-ass person. Act like it. So if family is not aligned with you, cut them off. You love them, but love them from afar. I haven't seen a lot of my family in decades. And I don't, I don't miss look, I'm not trying to be insensitive, folks. So don't think I'm just this cruel person. But I don't miss anybody. I don't miss my family. I like, like my cousins and aunts and uncles. I don't miss them. Why? Why would I miss them? For what? What do I miss? You know, I, I mean, hey, I pray that they're doing well. <laughs> I mean, because I know I am. Right? But I'm different. I know that about me, right? And I'm okay with that. I'm very different than the people that are in my family, on my mom's side and my father's side. I'm different. Very different. One thing, I'm the only millionaire in the family. Well, my brother is now as well, but I'm definitely the richest. And I'm not just a millionaire. I'm worth, 30, I'm worth 40 million. It's a lot of money. I have a totally different lifestyle than my family. So what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the old times. I don't want to talk about the old times. I don't talk about what we did when we were six and eight years old. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care about this stuff. What are you talking about? But that's what they're going to talk about. They're going to talk about the old Wesley or talk about how Wesley can help them. Okay. And I'm like, you want me to help you? Pay me $50,000. But if I say that, I'm family, Wes. Come on. I'm family. You're going to do fantasy. I don't want to have these conversations. So I'm smart. I'm smart because I don't put myself in those type of environments anymore. Okay. But I love them. I love everybody in my family. Don't get it twisted. I love everybody. And I wish them well. But I'm different. Okay. What's next here? Hey, what's going on, sexy? Salam, how are you? I love when women call me king. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, queens? I love when the women like, hey, king. I said, what's up, queen? How are you? You doing well? Because I'm a motherfucking king. I already know. All right, what's next here? Family in regards to harassing us on the phone. Like, how do we get them to understand you're working? You don't get them to understand it, Liz. Liz, I love you, but you need to grow up. Stop trying to cater to people. I stop trying to cater to family. That is not, they're never going to understand your dream and what you want to do, ever. Why? Because they're always going to see the old Liz. They're not going to see the new Liz. Yeah, they may say, oh, yeah, you got a dream. Okay, good, girl. Yeah, I'm proud of you. But, girl, what are we going to do this week? I mean, they're always going to see you as the old you because that's the one that they're familiar with, right? So you, you got to stop enabling the behavior and stop feeding the relationship. Starve it, okay? Why? Because you need time to make progression. Like, don't you want to make progress, Liz? I mean, you want to be in the same situation you are in right now in the next five years? If you're not careful, you will. If you're not paying attention. You know what's so funny about family? Because people are like, that's family. Family's everything. Family's all. Family's just everything. 
Well, let me ask you a question. When the last time your uncle your aunt paid your bills? Do your cousin pay your bills? Who pay your cell phone bill? Who pays the car note? Who pays the insurance? Huh? Who's paying that? It's your cousin coming over every first of the month. Hey, cuz, I got you on the rent this month because I love you. Absolutely not. So what type of contribution are these people really making to your life? They're not paying your bills. You know, when you need your bills, pay, hey, uh, hey, I really, hey, man, I ain't got it, bro. I ain't got it. Nah, I, you can't come to me. <laughs> you know how you get rid of family? Ask them for money. Hey, I need you to help. Oh, nah, man, I can't help you on this one. I'm sorry. I can't even pay my own bills. Get it? Everybody's in the same situation here. What's up, Rosemary? How are you? She said, what's up, daddy? I like that. See, I like to be called King and Daddy, by the way. I love it. I love it. What's the next here? Uh, what will 50K get someone? It depends, man. You know, when you look at money, don't think about money as like, oh, I got 100K, I got 50K, what can I do with this? So many things you could do with it, but listen, this is not the fucking lottery, okay? It's not the casino. Many of you treat money like it's Vegas. Oh, I got 10K. What can I put it to double it? Uh, this is not Vegas. We're not playing the slots, folks. <laughs> I don't I don't know why people think that just because they have a ton of money and all of a sudden they just gonna double it or something. That's not how it works. Listen, you gotta have delayed gratification. This is long, this is a long game, right? Got 50k, I would just buy buy a house, honestly. You know, I get a house here. Get a cheap house, put it on Airbnb. Right? What's next here? Hey, Amber, how are you? Um, what's next here? What's next? What's next? I mean, 50K invested with you. 50K gives you a conversation with me, okay? It depends on what you want. You know, I need to look at your business. See, if you come to me and say, hey, Wesley, I need you to look at my business, how I can profit. I'm going to tell you exactly what you do. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. And it's up to you to do it. If you don't do it, it's, your, it's not my fault. It's your fault. But it's just what my time is worth. I'm very expensive. It is what it is. You know, and listen, I'm not that expensive. Like Drake, he's more expensive than me. A million dollars for him to, you know, to go to a show. A million for him to rap for an hour. So he's talking about I'm cheap. 50000 And Drake, he's not going to give you any business advice. He's just going to talk to you so you can find all over him. Right? That's it. Take pictures. Me, I'm going to educate you. Can you just lay out uh, like the strategy of how to go about the sales strategy on Facebook? You understand, man, I can't go through teaching you Facebook right now on this live. You need to go out there and buy a course. We have a course that we sell, right? But I would suggest to go to YouTube. YouTube has a ton of videos that teach you how to run Facebook ads. And it's trial and error, my guy. There's no easy way to make it happen. It's trial and error, okay? Wes, how... How subtract your old self quick and how to subtract your old self? 
You don't need to subtract your old self, man. And if you want to become the new version of yourself, it just takes time and consistency and repetition. Meditation. I told you. I told you this. I tell you this every night, young people. You know, many of you ask the same questions. I say, meditate. And you're not meditating. But you keep asking me the same question. Well, how do I do it? How do I get it fast? Meditate. When did you start working out? I started working out when I was about, I think, 18. It took me a, it took me a long time to get the gains. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. If you want to hear a, a true story about me, like I was a skinny little toothpick little guy, you know, very socially awkward, no confidence, no self-esteem. I couldn't talk to no girls at all. I couldn't talk to no woman at all, man. I'm telling you, I was just very weird, awkward, skinny kid, man. And I hated it. And I began to work out. And I'm going to be honest with you, it took a very long time for me to get gains. You know, I know it's a lot of skinny guys out there that are trying to get gains. It took me a very long time, but man, I was obsessed. And I was obsessed of changing my physicality, honestly, because I didn't like it. You know, I hate to be around certain, you know, women. I was just feeling awkward and it was it's a terrible feeling, you know. It's like women don't understand the feeling that some guys feel when they're around you and they like you and they feel very subconscious or self conscious about themselves. It's just it's it's a terrible feeling. We don't feel confident. So I started working out like a crazy person, like two two a days, man. Like every day I was working like crazy. And it took me a while to get the gains, honestly. I didn't start getting gains until I was like 25, 26, 27 years old, right? But I was working out when I was like 17, 18, but it took a long time to get the gains. But I'm going to tell you something, the gains did come. And what I started to do, I started to use that mentality for me to be a successful, financially wealthy in, the per in person. So I used the same concept. I worked my ass off, right? And even though I wasn't getting results, it's like working out. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you know, when you work out and you only people only know that you work out when, until you take off your shirt, right? Because with my shirt on, I still look like a little skinny kid. Because obviously I got a little peanut head, right? Like my head is like a little peanut. I got a small head. It is what it is, right? But... Uh, you know, when, if I didn't take my shirt off, you wouldn't know that I worked out, even though I was working my butt off, right? But, you know, you couldn't tell, because also, I was, I was like, kind of ripped, but I was still small. So, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to fill out my clothes, man. I just wanted to be able to feel, that's why I wear tight shirts all the time. You ever notice that? You're not going to catch me in an oversized shirt. Only if I'm wearing Balenciaga. And even when I wear Balenciaga, uh, I get a small so it looks like it's tight. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I use the same mindset, honestly. I just, I transmuted the mindset of me working out and I used it with the business. I say, well, it's going to be a journey. It's going to take a couple of years, but I'm just going to work like hell until, the, to, until I figure it out. And I will. Because that's what I did with the gym. I just kept working out more and more and more and more and more. And I got more disciplined with my eating. and got disciplined with my proteins. Like, even tonight, I need to take another protein shake, I think. Hold on, let me think. Oh, yeah, I do. So before I go to bed, I got to drink another protein shake because I'm taking my weight to 225 of muscle. Right now, I'm like 215. But I'm going to be 225 of solid lean muscle. 6'2", chocolate, fine, ripped, the like, I'm going to be defined from my toes to my head. 
I even got a jaw exerciser. You know, that that mouth, that jaw exercise thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next here? Uh, questions for me. Questions, questions. Wes, how do I go about purchasing your program to start making cash? Which program specifically, my guy? So 50K going to make it up, make it go up with you. That's up to you, man. The 50K is just my time. And I tell people, you don't need to pay me $50,000, man. I mean, so much information I hear you can get for free. But people just intend on paying people $50,000, $100,000, whatever. But uh, I'm just a very, my time is just valuable, you know. It's not that I don't like mentoring. I'm doing it now. But to do it personally, nah, you got to pay me, honestly. Unless she's just one of the chosen ones. Like Ariella, she she was one of the chosen ones. And I tell the story on how she was the chosen one. And, um, you know, I mentored her. And she made uh, me a lot of money. She's making herself a lot of money as well. But I took a gamble. And I, you know, every once in a while I take a gamble on people. And sometimes the gamble I take is a waste of my time. I know two women right now. They were an absolute waste of my time. I took a gamble on them. Mm-mm. Wasted my time. So I'm very selective now. The people I decide to mentor. What's next here? Last one, Wes. What played more of a role? Meditation and manifest manifesting or just going through the pain and suffer too? How successful you are today. Yeah, meditation, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Meditation. Meditation will help you because you will start to reframe the pain and the suffering. See, a lot of you think, like, your pain is only because you're not getting what you want. But meditation, when you go through the process of visualizing what you want, it um, it, it, it comes the pain down a bit. That you be like, you know, this is not pain. This is pleasure. It's not pain. This is enjoyment. I'm enjoying this process of learning what I need to learn to develop the skill. So definitely meditation. How you go about being productive rather than just focusing on the amount of hours to put in, although the amount of hours are important. Well, so that's a good question here. He wants to know, like, how, how do I go about being productive in my businesses? Because I only focus on one thing, and that one thing is this. How to get more customers into my business and how to monetize the customers more and how to serve my customers more. That's it. Those are the components of business. One, how to get customers into my business. Got to solve that problem, right? Because you need customers. Two, how to monetize the customer. It's called lifetime customer value, right? If I have a customer, how much money can I get that person to spend? And three, how can I serve my customer more than anybody in my industry? That they love me because I want them to be fans. I want them to be raving fans. Make sense? That's it. That's how I'm productive. That's what I focus on. <laughs> Nothing else. Just those three things.
in um, any company, any business here. Which is why my businesses are so successful. Questions here. Did you get, guys, did you get value here tonight? Comment below if you got value here tonight. I'm just curious here. And remember, you can always listen to this podcast again at Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Thank you for commenting below. Thank you for being here as well. And I'm I'm here for you. I got your back. Okay? I got your back, young people. I would say don't give up. Keep educating yourself and keep striving. How are you progressing with the Forex? We're making progress. I'll keep you updated, though. Still working, still learning. Right? And remember, this is a marathon. It's not a race. I give myself at least two to three years to perfect my skill. Two to three years is nothing. Well, thank you so much. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Thank you so much for joining me live here tonight. Remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. This is Wesley, billion-dollar virgin. Much love, and let's go.